Hello and welcome back to the Rope Access and Climbing Podcast. I am your host, Mikey Stevenson, and today I am going to be diving into something a little bit different than what you're normally used to. So here today, I'm going to be talking about risk assessment for the outdoors. If this is your first time here, please make sure to subscribe or follow us wherever you get your podcasts. So stay tuned. Step into your harness and get ready for a podcast about the vertical world. All right, well, let's dive into today's episode. So uh, like I said at the beginning, uh, doing something a little bit different today, we're going to be talking about uh, a little bit outdoor recreation kind of climbing uh, topic. So um, if this is a um, glacier travel, ice climbing, um, rock climbing, whatever it may be, um, there's going to be an inherent amount of additional risks this year. So as a outdoor professional myself, uh, certified with the Association Canadian Mountain Guides and the Canadian Avalanche Association, um, these are things that I have to do on a day-to-day basis and some kind of tips and tricks I can kind of uh, give you before you head out yourself. So recently I went to Mountain Equipment Co-op, which is the equivalent of uh, REI there in the United States, if you're not familiar with uh, Mountain Equipment Co-op here. Um, and for myself, this was the first time heading into a outdoor store since the beginning of COVID. So it's been quite a while, actually. Um, and for myself, I was very surprised by how little the um, stock that that mech had. Um, I was kind of taken back Um you know, I've I've read a number of articles about the influx of people going into the backcountry and people going out camping and doing all this other stuff uh, out there, but it didn't really set in until I actually seen it for myself. So, you know, when you're kind of hidden in the dark, um, you kind of forget about those sort of things or you kind of go to the places where you know are not going to be busy. Um just out of experience for the terrain, you kind of know where to kind of avoid the crowds, if you will. So, um, but my trip to Mac kind of made me realize and kind of made me step back for a second and realize what does this mean for the outdoor professionals and the outdoor enthusiasts. So, going into a facility, into a business like that, and seeing all their shelves are empty, you know, mountain bikes are sold out, camp, um, tents are sold out, um, you know, climbing gear is, you know, very, very um, minimal. Um, made me realize that there are going to be a lot of people heading into the outdoors in the coming months that have already been out there, but you know, moving forward into the fall and into the winter, we're going to be having a massive influx of people going into that terrain and not have a clue what's going on. So first of all, we have to kind of, you know, understand that. Um, We're going to have to watch out for each other. We're going to have to watch out for all these people that don't necessarily have the experience to be in that terrain. Now, 
obviously you want um, these people to outsource the proper training and get the proper understanding before they go out there. But at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. Um, if you're working or living in a very mountainous terrain, uh, you're probably familiar with um, mountain guiding um, and the industry of guiding. So, you know, for you, it's pretty easy for you to say, hey, go hire a guide, um, go take this course, go do this, go do that. But there's a lot of people that just don't know about that. Um, I find that that's a big problem here, even where I'm located in the Bow Valley, Canmore, Banff, Lake Louise region. Um, there's a lot of people that live and reside in Edmonton and Calgary, which are their two, you know, primary cities in this province. And they don't even know about the mountain guiding industry. Um, you know, they think, oh, well, I went rock climbing or wall climbing at the local climbing gym. It must be the same to go outdoors. And, you know, for, for the, you know, the theoretical aspect of things, it is the same, but the associated risks of going outdoors is um, much more enhanced than, you know, going to a wall and going to a, you know, a fixed climbing gym and um, having people look out for your safety. Um, so, so today I'm going to be diving into a little bit of a plan and how I kind of do my flow uh, before heading out uh, for myself or with um, clients and then, um, yeah, kind of set us up for success here. Okay. So as an outdoor professional, um, with the influx of the personnel that are heading into the backcountry, um, this makes me really focus that much more on the plan. Um, the plan will consist of where I'm going, what am I doing, um, the weather conditions, and then potential uh, wildlife encounters in that region. Um, and that's kind of a, a, a base benchmark that I work off of. <clears throat> With that being understood, we have to understand that there's going to be a lot of people that don't know what we're talking about and with um, very little training and, and knowledge out there. So bear with them. So make sure when you're out there to watch out for yourself and watch out for them. So diving into the plan um, here, make sure that, uh, you know, if you are a professional of some sort uh, that you have um, up-to-date first aid. Now, obviously, if you don't have first aid, it's not the end of the world, but make sure that you have uh, some sort of knowledge or um, you know that there's somebody within your group that has first aid. Um, make sure that your first aid kit is uh, fully stocked up prior to heading out. And with our additional uh, precautions of COVID, it wouldn't hurt to toss in a couple extra face coverings and extra gloves, just in case you do have to administer first aid on somebody. At least you do have additional PPE for um, any bystanders. Uh, make sure that you have some sort of communication device. Um, these come in all sorts of different shapes, sizes, and different companies. Um, the most common ones in this region are the InReach or the Spot. Um, they're going to be your GPS trackers. Um, some are one-way communication, others are two-way communication. Um, in most cases, once you get away from your local town site, your cell phone no longer works. So these devices are a great option. 
before heading out, make sure that you know what you're doing, what your uh, your objective is. Um, don't uh, kind of do anything outside of your skill set or your group skill set. You're only as strong as your weakest individual on the crew. Um, and that's totally fine. Um, but you do have to stay within people's limitations when you're heading into the backcountry or when you're heading out to do any sort of activity. Um, that being said, make sure that uh, you get all the um, information on um, that route or that location that you're going. Um, the internet has a great deal of uh, resources there as well. Uh, there are a lot of local guidebooks that'll help you, um, you know, select the proper gear and get you prepared to go to the location you're going. Um, one uh, good tech tip here is uh, set out all your gear prior um, to go into bed. Okay. Um, it, it's a nice way to kind of set out everything, get a good once over, inspect all your equipment. Um, and then in the morning, I get, uh, go over it again, make sure you have everything. It's never a good thing to forget something. Um, let's be honest, we've all forgot something. Um, you know, it really sucks when you show up at the bottom of a, a climbing route and you don't have a rope or you didn't bring the quick draws. Um, heck, I've driven three and a half hours to a glacier and forgot my crampons. So, you know, it can happen to anybody. Um, it's definitely never a good situation. So make sure that you have some sort of plan in place so you don't forget anything. Next up is weather. Um, check the weather the morning that you are departing um, as weather always is changing. So you may uh, so you have to make sure to stay on top of it. I use resources like windy.com and spotwx. Those are my two main weather uh, resources I use. Um, you can't use the Weather Network or Environment Canada. Um, those give you the weather forecast for the town site, but not um, weather forecast for elevation. And then finally, make sure to check any reports of animal encounters in the local area. Um, it's always good to know if you're going into bear country or going into cougar country um, and, you know, do some research and find out what kind of uh, precautions you have to take for those situations. Most importantly here, we got to make sure that uh, you as a individual and a group is safe. Um, you know, you want to help out other groups out there uh, the best that you can if anything happens. But at the end of the day, do not risk your safety to help someone else. Uh, number one here is your safety is important. And at the end of the day, sometimes the best thing you can do is just go and summon help uh, from the local search and rescue or emergency services. Um, sometimes that's the only thing you can really do. So keep that in mind. I know that it's human nature to go and help people, um, especially when you see something happen. You want to dive in and be a hero. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the real hero is the person that's still surviving. So, um, you know, for the individuals that come from the industrial industry, risk assessment, it doesn't change in too much from... You know, if you're doing an industrial rope access job, an arborist job, a fire rescue job, um, you still have to analyze your risk. You have to have a plan. You have to have the proper training and understanding of the situation. And then, you know, um, you have to protect yourself and your crew. So um, anytime you're going out there, make sure that you do have the proper 
uh, understanding and, and, you know, you're doing that risk assessment um, before during and then a nice good debrief after any sort of a situation happens or may occur. So, um, all right, well, I hope that today's episode was kind of helpful for you. Um, If there's anything that you find that I've missed or there's something that you like to include on this, let me know in the comments uh, and let us chat about this. You can find me on Instagram or on YouTube. And uh, yeah, let's start a discussion there. If you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to give me a, a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell for notifications. If you're listening to this on podcast, thank you very much. And I'll see you all on the next one.